Jesus. There's your opening. Oh, it spiked so high. Uh, hang on. I want to show you what it looks like on my screen. Was that a sneeze? No, it was a cough. Oh, jeez. All right, let me know. Okay, so for my number 10 movie, um, did Horrible Bosses 2 with Jason Sudeikis, Jason Bateman, um, Chris Pine is also in it. Came out to 2014. You said Chris Pine, my head went to Chris Pontius again. 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 Um, it, the storyline kind of talks about three friends who are wanting to start their own company. Um, someone talks about investing in the company and then ends up screwing them over, so then they plan on killing him. So it's a really fun story. Um, the acting is hilarious in there. Um, so I would definitely recommend watching the movie if you haven't. I feel like all these movies should be recommended since it's in our top 10 list. This is very true. Yep, that's very true. Um, I feel like we should also preface this with this is our second time recording this because I am stupid. I mean, yes, it is our second time recording it. Accidents happen. Um, it was we, so dumb. <laughs> we will try to have the same type of conversation about it. Um but I mean, I'm gonna try not to repeat myself too much, but I honestly don't even remember what I said last time. Yeah, me too, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, so my number 10 is Adam Sandler's Longest Shard. Also, I'm pretty sure there's an older Longest Shard, and like he redid it. But um, that had Chris Rock, Nelly with his band aid. Um, it was a cameo, I think. I think the the band-aid was a cameo. Um, who else was in that movie? There are a lot of big names in that movie. Adam Sandler was in um, that movie. Yeah, but yes, you're correct. The Longest Yard came out in 1974. And then Adam Sandler did a remake of it. Mm-hmm. I like... had Burnt Reynolds in it. Um... That's it. That's the only person that was in it. Well, he's the only person I really recognize. I rem- I recognize some of these other names, but not. Well, it actually had some like real athletes in it. Some real athletes. Yeah, some like actual football players. Why would you want actual football players in your football movie? I don't know. To make it authentic. Why don't we want a hip hop musician, a comedian, another comedian? And then just a bunch of random people. And then three giants. Because that would make a terrible movie. Why would you think about that? I don't know. It was a pretty good movie to me. That's one of the first movies I recall watching. Like when I was starting to like go stay over at friend's house when I was a kid. He was like, let's watch a movie. I was like, oh, okay, movies. He threw on The Longest Shard. I was like, this is a really good movie. That's a really random movie to watch while like, hanging out with someone, but yeah, it's a really good option. It was a slumber party. A slumber a party. Slumber party. That's what you wanna call it. 
Ooh, that was um, a horrible noise. I'm number sorry. nine. Going away from slumber parties. No, slumber parties. Um, I I put 17 again uh, with Zac Efron. Sorry um, for those noise. It has Matthew Perry in it from Friends. He plays the older Tyler Perry. Character. Not Tyler Perry. Tyler totally Perry. Character. Um, came out in 2009. The storyline is he's not happy with how his life is going. He's kind of losing his family. Um, so he makes a wish of wanting to go back and fix it. So instead of going back in time, he becomes a high schooler again. And he actually has to go to school with his kids and become a part of their life again. So it's a really interesting storyline. Um, fantastic acting in it. Um, I tear up a lot watching it because it's just, it's sad and heartfelt, but it's a fantastic movie. I just get so sad. I'm so sad and worked up. Uh, I hear feedback in my audio again. I don't know if it's you or me. It could be me. It could just be me picking up ambient sounds and... My microphone's actually not picking it up, but you never know. Why are you buying ambulance? Ambient, not ambulance. Mm. We're on nine. I've already lost track, and we're on the second one. Yeah. All right, so my number nine is my joke. I think the movie should be higher up on my list, but I put it at nine because the name of the movie is nine. It's uh, starring Frodo and... Oh, who else was in this movie? I know Frodo's the main character. Elijah Wood. Yeah, that's, that's Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> Nine has a 58% Rotten Tomato. It definitely deserves better. Uh, it was Jeff- a really good movie. I think I've only seen it once. Oh, it was John C. Riley. Okay. That was the other big name. And then Jennifer Connelly and Christopher Plummer. Christopher Walken. And Danny Elfman. Um, number Brown. eight. My number eight is another Zac Efron movie. He's definitely one of the main characters. I don't know if he's the main character in it, um, but it has The Rock in it. It has, um, it actually has a few characters from the original, but it's going to be Baywatch, the 2017 version. Um, they made it really funny with the, all the comedians that they have in there. It's action packed. The storyline is fantastic. Um, the music choice in the movie is really good. I don't think I talked about the score the last time, but all of the music that they have in it, they have the song Panda in it. Um, I don't know who writes that. Oh, uh, that's Designer. Song. Huh? Designer. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's the Panda, 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 Panda. That one? Yeah, that okay, one. Okay, yeah. She's not doing the Trying to avoid copyright. <laughs> Is at the end of your number eight. You say yes? Yes. Okay, you cut out for a second. All right. My number eight. Ew, there's a hair in my mouth. 
Um, my number eight is We're the Millers, starring a bunch of people that I don't know their names. Let's look at look it up because I don't remember any actors' names. Jason Sudeikis, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Oh yeah, Jennifer Aniston. I do um, know Nick her. Offerman. I so we've talked Emma about Emma Roberts. That's who it was. Emma Roberts. Yeah, um, we talked about how we filmed this the other day. As after we filmed this, I went and watched that movie, and I just forgot how hilarious that movie was. It's so good. It's a fantastic movie. It's I, again, I didn't put it in my list. I still have it as one of my um, honorable mentions. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic movie. The bloopers at the end of the movie the are hilarious. You're a mean Wait. woman. What are you going to do about a guy with great posture? Looks like a tiny stormtrooper dick. <laughs> Not even one letter? Nah, no regrets, nah. <laughs> no regrets. Oh, so you're a carny. Nah, I drive a motorcycle. <laughs> I didn't understand that joke for a while. It's, yeah, it's a... A high level joke. But oh it yeah, was, it was that was such a high level of intelligence that I needed for that. I'm just not smart. That's not what I meant. I was just kidding. Um, number seven. So for number seven, I went with a rom com. Um, it has Ryan Reynolds in it. it has Sandra Bullock, Betty White. Um, it's the proposal from 2009. Uh, I just really like the storyline. I like the acting in it. Uh, they have a good amount of comedy in it as well. Again, that's another movie where, like, right after the movie, during the tra- um, not trailer, the sorry, trailer the credits, they have bloopers and stuff, and it's hilarious. Bloopers are always the best part of the movie. They really are. If they don't seem too forced, there are some movies where it's just, they're not funny, but yeah. I like Disney bloopers. Those are really funny. Those aren't bad. Not the biggest fan of those, but they're not bad. Really? I think they're so funny. Because they purposefully have to animate that. Fair. Alright. But my number uh, seven through four are all scary movies. So, number seven for me is Saw, the original. I don't know. I just like, I love psych horror movies. They're so good. And, you know, some some gruesome gore, you know, that, that always adds. I'm trying to figure out who is in this movie. I'm looking it up, too. Let us see. It has Danny Glover in it. Didn't this, isn't this the one that had um, Chester Bennington in it? I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. I'm not saying unless. No, yeah, I'm looking up the right one. Has Michael Emerson. Yeah, this one has Chester Bennington in it. Somewhere. It has to be. Because I don't think it's my other movie. 
Unless I looked up the wrong saw the first time. It came out in 2004. Yeah, it was a while ago. I thought it was much more recent than that. It has a 4.5 out of 540 ratings and a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. Yeah, their reviews are terrible. I never agree with any of them. How is it going to be rated 5 out of 5 but also 50%? Yeah, exactly. Like, it still has 4.5 stars out of 540 reviews. That's a fantastic um, percentage. Right. Isn't Rotten Tomatoes so like one dude? works at Rotten Tomatoes sucks. Who works at Rotten What is Rotten Tomatoes? Is it one dude or is it multiple people? I think it's multiple people. Did you want to do your other horror movies just to keep them in order? Or do you want to keep going back and forth? Yeah, we can keep going back and forth. I just okay. did um, I did two and three together last time because they're movies we've already gone over. That's right. Um, for me, number six has Vince Vaughn in it, Reese Witherspoon, um, Reese Tim without McGraw. Her spoon. Huh? I said Reese without her spoon. Yes, Reese without her spoon. Um, it's Four Christmases. Came out in two thousand eight. Um, I absolutely love Christmas movies, so I have three Christmas movies in my top ten. Um, this one's really good. It does get really stressful at one point because uh, there's like a lot of arguing back and forth, and there's a lot going on in a few scenes. So that's kind of stressful. But you know, the two main characters, both their sets of parents are split up. So on Christmas, they have to go to four different Christmases throughout the entire day. Um, and it really just shows what families they came from and how much stress they're going to have to have in their lives to stay together and visit their families on Christmas. Um, anybody that has traveled a lot around the holidays knows how stressful that can get, and I've done it quite often. Um, so I, I feel a connection to this movie, so I really like it. I don't really get connected to movies. Then are you a true movie fan? And no, I'm not a movie fan at all. Wow, that's just disappointing. I could talk your ear off about music any day, but as soon as we get into movies, you're like talking about who Johnny Depp is, and all I know is Amber Heard. <laughs> that's sad. Johnny Depp is so much more than her. Yeah, he's more than the shit in his bed. Yeah, this is true. He has to drink a mega pint to forget about it. Just just to forget about it. Put yourself a mega pint of wine. Yeah, a mega pint. Okay. I've got a jar of dirt. All right. Jar of cocaine. <laughs> off of off of Johnny Depp now. Uh, my number six is Hereditary. And I will try to explain this better than I did last time. But basically this um the grandmother i think was in a cult and they wanted to like become god or something but she died before that happened so her spirit went into i think the daughter and then the daughter ended up dying and her spirit spirit haunted the house and then i think it possessed the brother and then they did like a little ritual but um, it's a it's pretty scary. 
it's more psych horror again. And um, there was two parts in this movie that I thought were really funny, and they were not supposed to be funny. Because, like, they're walking through this, like, pitch black house. There's only enough light that you can kind of see the main character. And she's always in, like, the back corners of every room just, like, standing there watching. But one scene, she's, like, in the corner up on a dresser. Like, and then she just, like, lays down and then floats out the door on her back in the air. I thought that was so funny that I had to replay it because Sam didn't catch it the first two times she watched the movie. And then there was one where there was like they were in the attic from the pull down ladder door thing, and the the possessed woman jumped on it and just started beating it with her head. And I thought it was so funny, but it was not a funny part of the movie. I'm just demented. Um, it has Alex Wolf in it. Hereditary. Who I yeah, I recognize him, but I don't know from what. I mean, we could look that look into that. Um, oh, he's from Disney Channel. Yeah, was, he's in the Naked Brothers. Oh, no, game. he's from Nickelodeon. Sorry, Nickelodeon. Yeah, it literally says Nick on there. Um, he's in Jumanji. Mm-hmm. He is. Yep. Um, but no, it has eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's really good. So that one did really well. well I don't know. I want to watch it because the storyline sounds cool, but I don't do scary movies, so I can't watch it. Oh, he's in a Studio Ghibli movie, too. I think that's a Ghibli movie. It might not be a Ghibli movie. It's from Up on Poppy Hill. It looks like Ghibli animation, but I'm not entirely sure. Wow. Brought in $80.2 million. Yeah. Oh, he was in Sonic the Hedgehog. Was he really? Yeah. So was Riley Cyrus, apparently. Yeah. And Ray Romano. He cool as the hedgehog. Anyway, on to your number, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> number five. Um, I put Christmas Vacation. Again, another Christmas movie. I watch it every Christmas. Um, the storyline between... Oh my gosh, Chevy Chase, that's who it is. Um, oh, yeah, and like all the other characters in the show are just, it's not show, a movie. Absolutely hilarious. It came out in 1989. Um, well, I mean, people I've talked to really like this movie, but you either love it or you hate it. Like, there's not really an in-between. Don't need one. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I, I quote this movie all the time. Like I said, I watch it every Christmas. Um, it's an absolutely hilarious movie. I was actually um, out shopping the other day, and I found his little pop figure um, holding his sled. Nice. With like the burned bottom through it, and I I almost got it, but I didn't. You should have. I should have. It would have been a really good one to add to the collection. I think my most recent pop figure is Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oof, that's a good one. No, it's not. It's Butt Stallion. <laughs> Uh, okay <laughs> it's from the game tiny tina's wonderland oh okay which is a Borderlands spinoff very good game highly recommend um but my number five is before i wake which that one is a psych horror movie again um it's about this kid who 
his dreams come true. And that is the good dreams and the bad dreams. So he tries to stay awake so that way he can avoid the bad dreams. Because in his bad dreams, the monster is called the Canker Man. And if you die from his like dream thing, it actually kills you in real life. So they have to um, make sure to not get captured. So when the kid wakes up, everything like disappears and it doesn't happen anymore. But um, so the lady that adopted him, her kid drowned in a bathtub. So she found out that he could do this thing where when he dreams, he would bring in anything that he could remember so she showed him pictures of her son that passed and he would dream of that son so that way she could see him at night and um so she started feeding him sleeping pills and then he started having nightmares and then there's a really good plot twist at the end and it like really uh shows you the story unfold it's it's a good ending it's one of the best endings i think especially because it doesn't leave you like hanging it gives you all the answers, but it waits till the very end. One of my, one of my favorites for sure. I really want to watch it. Um, like both times we've talked about this, this storyline just sounds really interesting. It sounds like one of the coolest like storylines I've heard of. But again, I don't know if I could do the scary movie. Um, but would, what would you say the scariest movie you've seen is? Mm, probably probably saw yeah yeah I picture that as just more gory than like scary but, no, it's, um, it's like a suspense psych horror suspense horror yeah um, the oh. scariest one I've seen is the movie Sinister it still kind of freaks me out Actually, to this day and I saw it back in high school I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to go with Insidious. Ooh. I haven't seen that whole movie, but that one's that one's good. Got me right at the end, too. Fucking plot twist. That's plot twist. Um, Number four. So for number four, I went with a Marvel one. I um, actually have two Marvel movies in this top ten. Thor Ragnarok. Um, Thor is one of my all-time favorite Marvel characters. Um... Ragnarok is the third one in the Thor series. The first Thor movie is okay. Second one's not that good. Um, but just the Marvel with this one, they had the right amount of action, right amount of comedy. Um, they brought in some big names um, for some of the like other characters in a different world that Thor goes to. Um, but also with um, his sister. Spoiler alert. Uh, she comes into the movie as well. I didn't even and know Thor had a sister. Yeah, it's she's the goddess of death. Hmm. Um, I don't remember who they bring in for her, but she's also a big-name actress. Um, came out in 2017. A lot of good movies came out around that time as well. Um, but I really liked that one. What else? I feel like there was more to say about that movie, but... I don't know. Just the the amount of humor that they put into it was good, and it didn't feel like they were trying too hard. Right. 
Okay. So my number or four, right? Number four? Yep. Number four. My number four is the scariest movie on this list. It is Scooby Doo Zombie Island. Which we talked about last time is It is not, not the live, live action. action. <laughs> it is an animated one. Yes. But we used to be able to like bring movies in to school and I was in like kindergarten, first grade. And I would always bring that movie in and like watch it like little daycare area that I was in. Oh, excuse me. Y'all did. But yeah, really good movie. Was really scary as a kid. I know this led into Courage the Cowardly Dog yesterday or two days ago too when we record this. Yeah. But um, I just watched the Bring Me the Slab episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog and that episode gave me nightmares too. I don't remember that episode. It was the King Ramsey's episode where they oh, were, crap. they like found the stolen slab. He's like, return the slab. And then they called upon three plagues to try and get his slab back. One of the scariest TV shows I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty creepy. But that's all I got for that one. What's uh number trace? Um, number three, another Marvel movie for me. It's my absolutely all-time favorite Marvel movies. Um, it's Captain America. Came out in twenty eleven. Um, it has Chris Evans as Captain America. Um, storyline is, it well, it's back in like World War Two era, but he is this really scrawny kid from Brooklyn. He really wants to stand up and, like, serve his country and protect other people, but he can't. Um, he tries to enlist in the army multiple times, but he has, like, asthma. He's super small. Um, he has a bunch of, like, <clears throat> def- not deformities, but problems with his health that is stopping him from getting into the military. Um, so they pick him to be the subject for testing to make super soldiers um ah, super soldiers a spoiler alert it goes well and he becomes the first and only super soldier because uh, end up losing the doctor who performs the uh surgery um but then yeah he becomes the first super soldier he goes into the war saves a bunch of people um and he just becomes like the face of the Avengers. He's actually the first Avenger, um, which is why it's Captain America, the first Avenger. I like being an Avenger sometimes. Again, I've never seen any of these movies, so I have no idea. The only Marvel movie I've seen is Deadpool, and then you made me upset because Brian Reynolds doesn't want to be Deadpool anymore. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he wants to go back to be uh, Green Lantern. It's not even a good superhero. No, it's really not. And the first movie that they made for Green Lantern was absolutely terrible. But um, he got them to agree that he gets to write it his way and he wants to make it his own movie this time. So that's why he's going back to do that. Not fair. Not fair at all. That was your three, right? Yes. All right, so do your number two, too. Okay. Um, my number two came out in 1992. Uh, it's a little bit older of a movie. It's My Cousin Vinny. 
um, storyline is two boys are accused of a murder that they didn't commit, um, which is not necessarily a spoiler alert. Like, you kind of know with the people that they didn't commit the crime, but they have to convince the small town that they get stopped in. Um, so they call in um, Vinny, who is the main character's cousin. He's a lawyer from New York. Um, it's actually his first trial that he's ever been in but he lies to the judge saying that he's done all these other trials and he's like this big well-known attorney um the comedy in it is absolutely hilarious i absolutely love this movie you will not stop laughing if you like the movie if not it's again one of those movies where like you either love it or you don't um I've seen it so many times that I started counting how many times they have, or they say the F word in it, and I think it's like 48 times. And it's just one of those movies where, like, if I want to watch it, I have to watch it, or I'm going to be thinking about it all day. Those are rookie numbers. Gotta say the F word at least 300 times for it to even be good. True, yeah. Like every other word in a sentence. Yeah. Every fuck when you fuck. Alright. So my number three and two are Coco and Lilo and Stitch were both Disney movies. And I went over those in our last episode, so I'm not going to go over it again. If you care to know anything about those two movies and why I love them so much, you can check out the last episode of our podcast. But I'm not going to go over it in any more detail because it will be here for a while. Yes. Not the last episode, the previous episode. We haven't filmed our last episode yet. You don't know. This could be the last one. I don't know. If we keep having technical difficulties, we might just say fuck it. Yeah, if I only record your (laughs) audio and not mine, which is weird. Usually it should be the other way around. Yeah, I really don't know how we did that, but, you know, it's okay. It happens. I hit mute on the recording software. No, I didn't hit mute. It just wasn't picking up my microphone. Yeah. It changed the name of my microphone. So it was like, no, this microphone doesn't exist, so we're not going to record. That's so weird. Are we still doing okay? Yeah. I can can (laughs) see talking now. I've changed the software that I'm using because of that technical difficulty. This is very true. Um... Okay, number one, drum roll. Um, it's another Christmas movie for me. Came out in 2003. Has Will Ferrell in it. Will Ferrell is one of my all-time favorite actors. Um, he's hilarious in almost every movie I, I've seen him in. He's in Get Hard. He's in Step Brothers. Um, Talladega Nights with Ricky Bobby. Oh, I forgot about Talladega Nights. That is a hilarious movie. Um, I'm paralyzed. You're not paralyzed. I'm going to stab my leg. Um, but no, it's Elf. Talladega Nights. <laughs> that would be another honorable mention for me. That was a really good movie. Um, he's in Kicking and Screaming, another honorable mention for me. Um, but no, my number one is Elf. Absolutely love Christmas movies. I will watch this every year, multiple times around Christmas. Um, I actually got this book for Cece as well uh, to read it to her around Christmas time. I didn't even know there was a book for um, it. Yeah, well, it's actually, like, his book that he writes in the movie. They made that into oh, a real that's book. that's cool. So it's really cool. So, yeah, we have that. We read that to her. Um, 
but yeah, Michelle loves Elf. We all just love Elf as a family, so we watch it every Christmas. Elf, 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 Elf. All right, my numero uno is a movie that I have a tattoo of. Uh, we kind of talked about the studio that did it earlier because I was confused, but it is Spirit Away by Studio Ghibli. It is a super high-ranking movie too. Like I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I'm pretty sure it's got like a hundred percent Rotten Tomato. It's a 2001 film. It's old. It's a 97% Rotten Tomato, 8.6 wow, yeah, really out of high. 10 IMDb, 96% Megacritic. I'm sorry, Metacritic. Such a good movie. And this one's not scary at all. It's a yeah, little... Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch this one, because this one sounds really interesting. It's a little on the... Um... Like, it might scare children kind of thing. Like, Courage the Cowardly Dog scared me. But it's not meant to be scary. So it's supposed to... It's uh, about these parents that stumbled onto this, like, abandoned music park. Amusement park. And there's, like... What's the, a music park? I don't know. There's <laughs> all this food left out, so the parents start eating. And they're like, well, it's free, so let's just eat. And the girl, her name's Chihiro... She um, doesn't eat, and then she comes back, and she finds that her parents are turned into pigs, and then they like, get cast into the spirit realm because it was f- supposed to feed all of the spirits that work at this bathhouse. So then she has to work at the bathhouse to try and free her parents, and then she got to go through all this shit to get her parents. And then at the end, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, she does get her parents back at the end. It's just how she does it is the spoiler part. Because Studio Ghibli is all for the uh, happy ending kind of kind of film. I didn't realize it was that old, but yeah, it's a really good movie. Now I was going to list off actors' names, but you don't know any of these actors' names. <laughs> Probably not. I want to look up the English... English character or actors because you definitely won't know the Japanese ones no most of the English actors are also the Japanese ones so it's a two hour and five minute movie it's pretty long wow it's kind of up there yeah those were the top tens um some honorable mentions that i had written down i talked about two of them already uh kicking and screaming it's a soccer movie with will ferrell in it um it has mike Ditka in it uh it has a bunch of like big names as well and then of course we're the millers i should have been in the list um but i had some other movies that i didn't want to take out from the list and put it in there so it's an honorable mention will be one of my all-time favorite movies and then another set of movies um, that I have is the Harry Potter series. I didn't want to put them in the list just because they're so well known. Um, I was trying to think of movies that people might not have heard of or have seen. It would take up all of my last eight spots for every single well, yeah. movie. That too, yeah. It would take up eight of the spots. Um, 
but it's just again I watch those every Christmas time I we talked about this last time and why they're on TV around Christmas because there's they're snow not necessarily and Christmas movies there's snow but, for 30 minutes in the first movie yeah exactly uh, my honorable um, mentions but, oh. no you weren't done no, I was just gonna say, like, I just really love all of like the Harry Potter books, movies, memorabilia. So anything Harry Potter related, I love it. Um, but yes, go ahead. Um, mine were the Star Wars saga, excluding the Disney ones because those were trash. Yeah, those were really bad. And the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That takes you seventeen hours to watch all three movies. Yeah. They're so long. They are so long. Um, SpongeBob movie, because I took that off to put Where the Millers in. It's a good. I love the SpongeBob movie. SpongeBob movie is a really good one. With David Hasselhoff. Did you know they made an animated David Hasselhoff for that scene? Mm hmm. I didn't mean to say animated. I meant to say prop. They made a prop, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that after I agreed to that. I was like, no, I thought they made like a, I made a, a boat-sized one. I made a oopsie. I said the wrong word. Um, do I have any others? I'm sure I do. There's not on the top of my noggin. Mm, I think that might. that's all I can think of right now. I don't watch a lot of movies. Movies aren't my thing. I've seen so many movies in my lifetime. Like, I could probably do multiple top ten lists. Like, one for each uh, genre of (laughs) movie types. One for each genre. Genre, yeah. The genres. But, yeah, I've seen so many movies. I love a lot of movies. Um, There isn't really a movie that I watch that I absolutely hate. Unless it's just terrible. But I like almost any type of movie as well, except for, like, horror. Horror is good. Actually, I have another honorable mentions. The It movies were really good, but I just recently watched those, so they can't be in my top... My top tens. At least not yet. Okay. And it was the, uh... The remake ones, like 2019, I think, is when the first one came out, and the second one. Yeah. Those are really good. I liked it a lot. The second one was not as good as the first one, which is weird because the second one was actually based on the book. And the first one was just bullshit, but it is what it is. Maybe Stephen King's just not as good as he thinks he is. That's going to cause a fight for sure. I don't know. He he writes a lot, and his books are okay, but they're just so full of description that it's hard to get through them. This book I titled Describing Things. I mean, basically, he'll describe like a tree for four paragraphs before he gets into like another topic. I'm like, just move on. And the tree's not even important to the story. It's just there. Yeah, it's just setting the scene. Not even important. Maybe he should be a screenwriter instead. 
Yeah. I guess he kind of is since there's so many movies based off his books. This is very true. There are, I think there's a movie for almost every book he has and even some TV um, TV series. What TV series does he have? Under the Dome. I don't know. Never heard of it. It wasn't that good. See? Bad writer. You. Actually, not relevant mm-hmm. to movies at all, but I started writing some stuff, so I might have you check it when I'm done. Okay. It's for my content creation. I don't that want to cool. spoil it on the uh, on the podcast, but I can tell you afterwards. Sounds good. Right. Um, well, before we get too far off topic, um, those were the top ten favorite movies. Obviously, we have. Well, I know I do. I don't know about Chase. Um, I have so many more movies that I could mention. I've forgotten about a lot of them. These are the movies that I watch nonstop. Um, just watch them over and over again. And the honorable mentions as well that did not make it into the list, um, but are still some of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I guess that is it for the episode. Um, we will figure out what we want to do for the next episode, and we will see you guys next week. Yeah!